super quick before we dive into this amazing content from this fabulous guest on the David Nurse Show. Just want to thank you for being a committed listener. Means the world to me. And if you have 9.2 seconds and you can go to Apple Podcasts or Podcast App, anywhere podcasts are found, and subscribe and leave a review, that would be huge. It helps me get better guests on, bigger guests on, more guests on, but also helps people who are searching for podcasts come across this content and provide value in their life. A few other things I want to let you know about. I am opening up a brand new coaching program, the Breakthrough Squad. I'm only taking 30 people because it's pretty intensive and it's 90 days starting January 9th. You can go to davidnurse.com for more info or just message me. Hit me up on social media. I will respond to you. Trust me, I will. davidnurse.com, Breakthrough Squad. Awesome, awesome. I'm also doing a mastermind a mastermind where some of the top thought leaders, we're going to go to an NBA game, the NFL Rams Stadium. Me and David Meltzer are doing this together. We have some of our friends who are just incredible people coming in to speak. Yeah, it's going down February 24th, Friday through Sunday morning, February 26th in Los Angeles. Tickets will fly. They'll go so fast. So message me if you're interested in that as well. The coaching program, the mastermind, and just reach out to me. If I can help you in any way, please, please let me know. I would love to. It's what it, it's my passion. It's what I'm juiced up about. Okay, now check out the podcast. Let me know how you like it and send me any questions for when I do the next Q&A. I'd love to hear from you. Have an amazing, amazing day. Special episode here today. My next book coming out, my third book, is coming out in the spring of 23. Date will be announced very soon. But I want to give you some tidbits of what's coming up. Some little previews into it. And this is the second in the series of Taking Action. So the book is all about taking action. And the nine things that hold us back from taking action. Like the first one that we did was fear of other people's opinions. You can go back in the podcast, The David Nurse Show, and listen to that. And where I break down the the brain science behind it, why do we fear other people's opinions? The heart, why do we feel it and allow ourselves to fear other people's opinions? And then some tools to overcome this. In the book, there's a lot more. There's incredible stories from people in history who struggle with the same exact thing and ended up taking the chance, taking action, in literally changing the world. So, today's episode is about being burned by the past. This is called the burned. So, if you ever had that feeling where you feel like, man, I just can't do it. I'm not going to take the next step. I'm not going to step out again because something in the past burnt you. You felt like, man, I put myself out there. Whether it's a, maybe a relationship that happens a lot. Oh, I put my heart on the line and my heart got broken. Welcome to everybody ever in a relationship in life. It happens, but you put yourself back out there. Or take a chance to step out in in faith that you believe in yourself and uh, you fall flat on your face. It's the only way you learn. It's the only way you grow. And I'm going to show you today why the brain, why the heart holds us back from taking action because of being burned by the past and how you can actually work through this. So it relates to all of us. Some of you, this will resonate even like very, very deep with. You'll see. So the brain. Being burnt by the past is a form of trauma. 
And when you experience a traumatic event, adrenaline rushes through the body, engulfing the amygdala. And the amygdala then holds the emotional significance of this event, acting as an internal, an internal compass, advising you to avoid similar future scenarios. So you know one of my favorite feelings in the world? It's getting a great night's sleep on cozy and comfortable sheets and blankets. And for me and my wife, that is absolutely cozy earth. Cozy earth, comfort, more comfortable than cotton. It's made from bamboo. And get this, it has been featured on Oprah's favorites list. Oprah, yeah, favorites list for the last four years in a row. They even give a 100-night sleep test. That means you can try them out for 100 nights, and if you don't like it, you get fully refunded. It's high quality, so cozy, so comfy, you won't want to get out of bed. And now I teach people to get, get jump out of bed. But with Cozy Earth, you ain't going to want to get out of bed. And what they're doing for my listeners is incredible. Never been done before. 40% off. Are you kidding me? 40% off? If you go to Cozy Earth, C-O-Z-Y, Earth, dot com and enter the code David Nurse forty at checkout. That is David Nurse forty. You will get forty percent off the best covers, the best sheets you've ever had in your life. Trust me, you will absolutely love these. You'll probably be sleeping in the next time I do a podcast. Check them out, cozyearth.com, David Nurse forty for your special discount. So the amygdala is the part of the brain that holds this. A traumatic event, it's going to be held in that amygdala area of the brain. And this is the compass. We don't want to be hurt. Our brain is trying to keep us safe. Avoid these similar scenarios when they arise. And this is why it's so difficult to put yourself out there. Literally why it is. So think about this. Your brain is a picture reel of memories. That's what your brain is. Each picture is stored in the prefrontal cortex where the rational decision-making area of the brain occurs. If the trauma triggered is ignited... So if you have this feeling of the trauma that you had in the past, our prefrontal cortex gives us three decisions to make. Fight, flight, or freeze. While these actions support survival, none of these three choices are ideal for long-term growth. And that's what our brain is telling us to do because remember, it wants us to be safe. So the only way to overcome past trauma is to desensitize the emotional response to the trigger, which is the tool I'm going to give you later on. Now, this really comes into play when we have these moments in our lives that I call the what-ifs. You can be frozen by the what-ifs. You can flight from the what-ifs. You can fight the what-ifs. And understanding the way your brain processes the past pain will allow you to make sense of your what-ifs and the power you're giving them to paralyze you from taking action. The root of a what if is fear. But the question I'm here to propose to you should grip you even more by fear of not what if, like, hey, what if I take this chance and I get fired? Or what if I take this chance and I flop and I fail? What if I take this chance on love and I get my heart broken? It's not the what ifs, but what should grip you with even more fear is what if I don't? What if you don't take the chance of going all in on your passion? What if you don't take the chance of going all in on your dreams? You know what you'll live with? The worst thing you can ever have, eternal regret. So that's the flip of the switch that I want you to make.
not what if, but instead ask yourself, what if I don't? Now, there's more things that come into play for the brain and, and why the brain basically allows you to stay away from going into situations that you might get burnt by again. But I want to jump into the heart now. because I, I mean, you're going to have to read the book to get every single information piece and so much more in there that, that will really resonate with, with why the brain is working the way that it does. So our heart... Our hearts are primed to imagine how life's past events could have turned out differently. When these thought processes run contrary to what actually happened, counter to the facts, we engage in what's called counterfactual thinking. Okay, so question for you. What sounds better, paying $7,000 for a huge sauna that you probably don't have space for, or $5.99 for one that you can transport and take wherever you want? Hmm, I think the answer is pretty obvious. Higher dose. Let me introduce you to that name. I have been using it for a couple of years now, actually. And it's literally my secret to taking high-powered naps. It's a sauna I can have in my apartment. I don't have room for a big, massive sauna. But I do for higher dose. And what are the benefits of higher dose sauna blanket? You kind of wrap yourself up in a cocoon. And I'm telling you, like, my naps... Oh, like 10 to 15 minutes off the charts. Enhances deep relaxation, improves circulation, promotes glowing skin, burns calories, encourages detoxification, pain relief, higher energy levels, reduces stress, promotes better sleep, everything that Asana does, but in a blanket that's very affordable, that you can put anywhere. Higher dose. Yeah, check out higherdose.com code for you for listening to this podcast david15 for 15% off higherdose.com let me know how you're liking it how your naps are going or just chilling in it it's amazing go check it out get your sauna on today when considering the what ifs of life there are two types of people okay so we'll go back to the what ifs there are two types of people those with upward counterfactual thinking and those with downward counterfactual thinking. Let me break this down for you here. Upward counterfactual thinking is when you look back on a situation and imagine how it could have been better. It's always second guessing your past choices. This type of thinking makes you believe that if you would have made different choices, your life right now would be improved. It's kind of like I think sometimes it's like I was being recruited by Yale University out of high school. And I didn't want to go to there because I, they wouldn't give basketball scholarships. So sometimes I'll find myself thinking this upward counterfactual thinking of, well, what if I would have went to Yale? Like, would have been at a better place? Would have been financially better? Would have been at a higher ranking? Who knows? And those what ifs are debilitating if you allow them to control and drive your life. So examples would be, what if I would have told my significant other who I truly am? What if I, sorry, what if I wouldn't have told my significant other who I truly am. She wouldn't have ended that relationship. What if I wouldn't have put so much time into helping my boss after they said they would give me a raise? I could have had time to start my own business. What if I wouldn't have gone into a business deal with my family member? My life would be so much freer now. As we already know, the what-ifs can be absolute killers, but when looked at with a fresh perspective, they can actually be life-givers. 
downward counterfactual thinking, the second type of people, is when you look back on the what-ifs of a situation and you can see how things could have actually been worse. It's a perspective pivot, a perspective shift. Therefore, you're confident you made the right choices. Back to the Yale situation, what if I would have went to Yale? Maybe I would be working in some corporate job that I despise because everybody else was going there from Yale. Wouldn't have met my wife. Wouldn't have been able to live in California and do what I do. That's downward counterfactual thinking. You believe if you had made different choices, then your life wouldn't be as good as it is right now. And that is an extremely, extremely powerful perspective shift. So think about that. When you're looking back on the what-ifs, are you upward counterfactual thinking and you're blaming the past for where you are now? And you're saying, man, if I only would have, oh, what if, oh, if I, oh, it's going to drive you nuts. Or you look at it as a way of downward counterfactual thinking and think, well, if I would have done it differently, I wouldn't be where I am today. And the point of this all, like, honestly, in the heart, like, God has that plan. We have to trust that he has the ultimate plan. Because if you think you have the ultimate plan, it's never going to go the way that you map it out. Downward counterfactual thinking over upward counterfactual thinking. Okay, now I'm going to give you a tool for how you can overcome being burned by the past. You can literally implement this into your daily routine, into your life, to overcome this feeling of burnt, to overcome the what-ifs. Here it is. It's called nice to meet you, little you. It's the reverse alter ego. You've probably heard of Batman, Bruce Wayne's alter ego, or the Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant's alter ego, or maybe even Sasha Fierce, Beyonce's stage name alter ego. But what if I were to tell you the same concept used to create the alter ego can be used to detach the present the present you that you're feeling right now from the you of the past. Check this out. Adopting an alter ego is a form of self-distancing. Rachel White, a professor of psychology at Hamilton College, explains self-distancing gives us a little bit of extra space to think rationally about the situation. And in a study done by Professor, professor Ethan Cross of the University of Michigan, participants were asked to think about a challenging event in the future such as an important exam in one of two different ways. The groups were separated into two different conditions, immersed and distanced. The immersed group was told to look at the challenging event from the inside as if they were going through it. The distance group, now here's the key, was told to view the challenging event as if they were a fly on the wall watching as an onlooker. So one was going through it, one was viewing it from a distance. And the results were drastic, showing those with a distance viewpoint felt much less anxiety about the event compared to those that were immersed, those that felt they were going through it. Why is this so important? If you view the younger you, the one who got burnt by the past, from the outside looking in, not as an immersed feeling of yourself, you're able to separate the person you were when you were incurred by past trauma from the person you are today. That's very important. You, important. you are able to separate the person you were when you incurred that past trauma from the person you are today. 
the reverse alter ego allows yourself to free yourself of the burdens you have carried from your childhood. The kid who was verbally abused by their parents, that's no longer you. The high schooler who was made fun of in school, no longer you. The adult who was lied to by their business partner, that's no longer you. The husband or wife who was cheated on by their spouse, nah, that ain't you. Today you have officially given yourself permission to distance yourself from the you who was burned. That is in your past. It does not divine, define your present, nor does it determine your future. So here's the action step I want you to take today to make this happen. Implement it into your routine. Give yourself a reverse alter ego name. Give yourself a different name. For example, mine is Little Davy. I know that sounds goofy. It makes me laugh even right now when I say it out loud. That's who I was when I was younger, not today. I even use Little Davy for mistakes I made a few years ago. Like, that's not me. I've learned from that. That is a completely different person. That was years and years ago. Like, I'm complete. I, I'm a new person. That was Little Davy. Things that happened in the past, Little Davy. Not David. That's who I am today, the here and now. Little Davy. That was the past. So what's your reverse alter ego name? Decide what your name is going to be. And begin to use that anytime you find yourself thinking negatively about the past mistakes you've made. It's not you. It's not your current name. It's a name and a reverse alter ego that you've given yourself. And talk about it. Like, well, what, what is that past trauma you need to reframe? Just let it go. Say it out loud. Say that past trauma out loud and then put in that reverse alter ego, that little Davy, for you. And bonus points if you do this to all past traumas because we hold on to those traumas until you give yourself permission to release them all right there's more action tools there's more stories the chapter is more dense and has a lot of value this is the this is the burnt by the past why this holds us back from action be ready for another episode to come out as we lead up to the book launch in early or in the spring of 23. I'll let you know when that is coming to. If you find value from this podcast, please take the 11 seconds that it takes to leave a review. Subscribe to The David Nurse Show. Leave a review. Hit a star rating, whatever you think it is. This allows more people to see this podcast and be able to take the positive benefits from it. Thank you very much. And remember, take action.